This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. I get texts pretty regularly from you guys um, saying, hey, what happened to the, the space stuff? What happened to the science stuff? I like when we do the science. So do I. And we've gotten away from it. So we're going to start introducing it again. Uh, we're going to have a discussion now about black holes. Now, the, the title of this segment... Um, and the piece that we're going to be talking about is our understanding of black holes has changed over time. I think for a lot of us, specifically me, that's not true because I have very little understanding of black holes, despite the fact that I think they're very cool and I've read a lot about them. Um, I still can't wrap my head around some things when it comes to space, black holes being one of them. So we're going to find out where we started with our understanding of black holes, what we've learned and where we are now. And to walk us through this journey, we have Valerio Ferroni, who's a professor of physics and astronomy at Bishop's University. Valerio, thank you for your time today. I appreciate you joining us. My pleasure. Okay. To have this discussion, first of all, let's define what is a black hole. As far as I know, it's, uh, it's an entity with gravity so strong nothing can escape. Is that the most simplistic way of describing it? Yes, what I've always heard since when I was a kid was that nothing can ever escape from a black hole. There is a horizon that encloses this black hole, which is actually the concept of black hole. Nothing can escape ever from a black hole. If something falls in, it's lost forever to the outside world. And this is what we grew up with, right? All the outreach, popular literature said that, but also the technical literature. But things have changed in the past 15 years or so. How? What, yeah. what, okay, wh- what have we learned in terms of what, you know, did we have things wrong or have we just added to our, our elementary understanding? It's progress. We added. So basically what we had before was a simplification. This eternal black hole that never changes and, and uh, something falls in, uh, nothing can escape uh, either. It's a good mathematical simplification. It's good to work, but it's not enough. So we have discovered uh, that uh, we need to generalize the concept. And it wasn't just a generalization or adding little bits. The conceptual, the concept of black hole has changed. So what we have done is basically realizing that black holes change in time. So the idea of black hole that we had was something eternal, doesn't change. And when I say that nothing can ever escape from a black hole horizon, this means I need to know all the future of the black hole, and the black hole essentially stays the same forever. But uh, that's not enough. That's not enough because we, we, we made progress in science, with the science of black holes. Yeah, sure. So we're learning, okay, first of all, uh, let, let's back up. How, how do they get formed? Where, how does a black hole get created? Do we know that? Yeah, it can be created in many ways. So basically you need to compact enough material to a region of size that is smaller uh, or confined to, to the so-called uh, Schwarzschild radius. So this is proportional to the black hole mass. So you just need to make matter compact in whichever way you can. Theoretically, you can come up with many different ways. In astrophysics, in the real world, this would happen. We know it happens when a star collapses. A star okay. can collapse and form a black hole. Okay, so a star collapses, forms a black hole. Now, 
in terms of what we're learning and our, our new understandings and what we've come to, you know, um, learn about black holes, what, you know, what, what have we learned? And it, it, a lot has to do with light, right? Yes. So essentially the definition of the black hole is nothing can ever escape. Light cannot escape from the black hole. This was the old definition. Yeah. The old concept of black hole was there is a surface and gravity is so strong that it pulls back light rays that are trying to escape from the inside so that they never escape. And uh, since Einstein told us that nothing can move faster than light, nothing can ever escape from the black hole. This was the concept. And this concept doesn't really need the... to ask uh, how the black holes are formed. Of course, they are formed somehow. And before, uh, there was no black hole, and now a black hole forms. But uh, what the mathematics suggested since the early, very early days of relativity was that uh, like, we can write down a mathematical solution that contains a black hole, and it took some 50 years before people realized that, that what actually the black hole is, that the solution has a black hole in, in it. And you don't need to worry how it was formed. But uh, it's too simple. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. A couple of dumb questions from a dumb guy. Where does the stuff that goes into a black hole go? Is there a big receptacle at the bottom of a black hole? I mean, if it's sucking in everything around it, where does all that stuff go? He keeps going towards smaller and smaller radii, towards the center. And there, uh, we believe there is a singularity, a space-time singularity, something where we basically stop predicting uh, because uh, everything diverges. It's like in your formulas, everything blows up uh, at the center of the black hole. So stuff, stuff cannot stop inside and keep falling. Now, these new things that we're learning, the question I always ask is, um, Uh, what what how does it help us what 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 does it um you know expanding our knowledge is great but in terms of what we learn and what we can do what do these advances in black hole knowledge mean for humanity well uh, there have been some big changes since 2016 it has been 40 almost 50 years that we were trying to detect gravitational waves uh, emitted from black holes uh, so these are waves of the gravitational field, the waves of gravity that are emitted from around the black hole, and this travel to us at the speed of light. So it has been a long, long way trying to build detectors that can detect that, and in 2015 it happened. So what does it mean? Well, we get information about systems that we cannot get with electromagnetic waves, which is what astronomy does, right? Astronomy always uses electromagnetic waves in many different bands, and there's the standard astronomy, radio astronomy, gamma ray astronomy, x-ray astronomy. But Additional ways is something new, something different. So it brings information for regions that otherwise are not accessible using gravitational, uh, using uh, electromagnetic radiation. So that was uh, one of the new things. It really opened up a new branch of astronomy. It's like opening up a new band. First, uh, you cannot see, and now you open your eyes and see. Second, they gave directly some information about black holes because the first event, the discovery, was uh, telling us something about the merging of two black holes. So now we can actually probe these black holes with a medium that we didn't have. It's something that was in the news a lot, but uh, I can't stress enough that uh, this is a new 
a new astronomy, a new era of astronomy, a new era of astrophysics. Then there was something else. Huh? When you combine this gravitational wave with information that you receive from the more standard astronomy, electromagnetic waves, you get some new information. You improve on both of these. And it will continue and continue. Uh, Valerio, thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate you joining us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You bet. That's Valerio Farroni, who's a professor of physics and astronomy at Bishop's University.